Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. This week, I'm super excited to be joined by the incredible Tisha Brade, who is a visibility specialist and event planner, empowering women to get seen, heard and paid their worth. Tisha, it's so good to see you again. I'm Hi. so excited to have you on. How Thank are you? you? I'm really good. I'm so excited to be here. And I love our chat, so yeah. I do as well. We haven't chatted for way too long. Too long. <laughs> so I love the subject as well because um, we can really all learn from um, everyone's experience. So yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. And actually, it's why you resonated with me as a great person to talk to, because you are a woman that loves to empower other women. And I want I wanted to give you a platform to share your voice and to share your story and to tell us the experiences of what you've been doing and how you got there. So tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey so far. All right. Okay. so um, I have definitely got an entrepreneurial spirit. So um I remember from uni um I came into a bit of money after uni I should say and I set up my first event company so that was 2016. Wow. And, um so I'd had that for a year doing like club nights and things like that but what I learned from that actually in hindsight the money mindset wasn't there so yeah. that, that failed um, but it was a great story and a great lesson and then I've gone on to do other entrepreneurial things like jewelry making and stuff like that again the sales side wasn't there. It's, uh, yeah, so it, there's a there's, there was a pattern, and then um, I'm a graphic designer. I've been doing graphic design for 25 years now, so it's wow. yeah, quarter of a century. Really yeah, so a long time. And I um, was in a job in back in 2000 and uh, what was it? 16. Yeah, 2016 or 17 even. Um, I was in this job for about three years. And just kind of plodding along, you know, paying the bills and things like that. But I wasn't really fulfilled, really. Um, so um, I did a bit of personal development work, lots of courses, just to really understand who I was and why I was so unhappy. So, um, yeah, doing a bit of that. And then in 2017, I, um, yeah, I had... Um, they wanted me to come into the office which was really weird and so I was like oh strange um that's a bit strange so they called me in and um turns out they were making me redundant yeah so I was shocked but I wasn't because interestingly enough I am a bit I'm going all over the houses here but yeah <laughs> <laughs> place yeah oh it all come together but the day before that actually I said to my colleague that um I really want to hand my notice in <laughs> You got the, so night before, the night before me, it was like, oh, we all laughed, <laughs> and I went home. And then that morning, they called me in wow. to, um, yeah, make me redundant. So I wasn't disappointed. I was a bit scared, of course. It was just before Christmas, a bit scared, but I was quite excited. So then after that, I um, got another job straight away. Um, again, graphic design. Um, and it lasted three months, but actually it was the worst time of my career, I would say. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was awful. So I was working for this private, you know, private company doing cables. I won't say the name of the company, but um, the boss was just so up and down. And um, he was shout at my colleagues in front of me, like literally Yay! screaming, like effing and blinding. It was it was terrifying. I've never been in a job where 
yeah the manager would scream and no one would say anything yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah it was yeah it was just traumatizing actually and I remember that time when he did that like we, I had my head down and like looking around and everyone was just yeah just getting on with things I was like this is crazy how can people talk to yeah. each other absolutely how can how can people just keep going when it's like that it was really oh it was crazy so and then my manager um i suppose learned from her as well i learned from him i should say and she used to speak to my colleague like atrociously as well like her my colleague would jump out of her skin every time her name was called oh, it was soul destroying that's what my friends and family saw they said yeah. to me your soul is dying in that job yeah yeah absolutely it really was like, i was working so hard especially in those three months periods you want to you want to pass the probation period don't you of course. So I was working such long hours and then um and then i remember one day it was we've come into the end of the three months and a colleague had moved from Brazil to work at this job. Um, and she got called into the office. And it was about four o'clock and it was just before she was meant to go home to pick up her kids. And um, we thought it was really, really weird why she'd gone into the office and like an hour later she hadn't come out. And then um, sl slightly after that, um, one of our other managers came out and started clearing her desk. And we was like, what is going on? And we had to like direct him to all the bits and pieces of um, of her property, and it turned out she'd been fired. Wow, really weird. Because our manager, we thought, really liked her and was doing the job. And then he came out and he grabbed me. Uh, I remember walking, thinking, "Oh my God, this is it." And um, they uh, sat me in the office and said, "Yeah, it's, this is your review." and they put a case against me that I wasn't um, working as quickly as I could and um, taking too much time and on my phone and all of this kind of thing. And I was like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like my manager says I'm doing well. Anyway, so it turns out, yeah, I was fired too. Wow. Yeah, just out of the blue. But it sounds like it wasn't, wasn't very lawful. <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't think it was. And I, I think after that, learning about that, I realised that that's a cheaper way of bringing in staff rather than paying them for as a contractor, because you yeah. pay, get paid practically double, really, bring people in for a short time, um, let them go before their probation period comes. Yeah. Then you get more rights, don't you? Yeah, so they get more rights. Yeah, at the time I didn't know that. I just knew I was in this job, like it was paying my bills. Like it was the highest end job I was on actually. So, it like financially it was great, but mentally and physically it was just just yeah. draining. Especially after having been through a redundancy, and like you said, yeah. you, know, you were thinking that you wanted to leave, but actually, even even though you wanted to leave, being made redundant is like a loss in itself. It's quite mm -hmm. a it's quite a big thing to experience um and it, it it you you start questioning yourself you start questioning whether it was you whether you were good enough whether it was something that you did wrong and then to to go on top of that you had this other three months of hell and this other job with being sweared at and screened at and everything you must have been really at a very low moment when you left that yeah that place. definitely I was I think I was traumatized I was, yeah. I've never, even now when I think about it, it's still so painful. Painful. It's like it'll be three years at the end of this end of this month since that happened, and I can yeah. speak about it like it was yesterday. Yeah. So 
I was traumatized. Um, you didn't know what to do. And, I, and by that time, I actually hated graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. Even people talking about it, like, of course, I had to go and look, well, I thought I had to go and look for another job. But every time I would look for different graphic design jobs, it would fear, it would fill me with fear. I'd actually feel physically sick. Yeah, I can understand that completely. Yeah. So, so what did you do? How did you move forward from that? From that, actually. So I met a, a great group of people through self-development. As I said, I started that in 2016. And one of the girls, actually, who I really connected with, mentioned about doing an event. And this was back in 2017 when I was at that last job. Yeah. And I, uh, she goes, I've got this space. Um, I'm not going to do the event I'm going to do. Do you want to do something together? And I was like, yes, yes. Didn't know what we was going to do, but I was like, yeah, it feels good. It feels really good. And um, I created this platform on Instagram, actually, called She Created Her Life. Yeah. A journey of self-development, and it was about creating a new life for me. So I really wanted to document my journey and empower other women to do the same. Other yeah. people same. So I, I proposed this to her, and that's how the first She Created Her Life event um, happened in Shoreditch. And so that was uh, literally a month after I was um, fired from that job. Excellent. So if I wasn't fired from the job, I would never have been able to, well, probably would, but I wouldn't have been able to really focus and put all the energy into this very first event. Yeah. So it, we had 24 different people from speakers um, to dancers to um, like workshops, healing workshops. So it was amazing. Oh, it, was, sounds awesome. it was so good. So it was in um in the heart of Shoreditch in this really creative building. It had like three different rooms and it went on from like nine to like seven. Oh no, but nine in the evening. So it's a full day. Yeah. But that when I was like, yes, I found, I found what I want to do, my, my purpose. And this is how the kind of coaching side came around as well, because I really want people to find their, pur their passion and their purpose and empower them to go and create a life that they really, really love. Yeah. So, yeah, so from there, I was doing different events, like three events a year, like big events a year in Shoreditch. And then I trained as a coach. Um, so I am a... Um, accredited empowerment coach and um yes i started doing that and also yeah so that was that's a journey from yeah from employment from a horrendous job <laughs> to to a promising to a really promising future and that's yeah. that's amazing so um are you still working with the events in theory like planning for when you were mm -hmm. open again yeah so like the last event i did was yeah last year um, March for the International Women's Day oh, and wow. yeah that was lovely and that was at the Gherking so that was really beautiful and then there was going to be um, some events after that but of course lockdown so I've done like two day events um, like large events again that was last year um, and I did some online events as well looking at relationships in lockdown and then yeah. health and wellness in lockdown and those they went really well um, and then yeah I got the opportunity to take over Carmela Weddings oh, yeah so, yeah yeah so again this whole um, message about creating a life that you love is about saying yes to life that's that's in essence what it is 
feeling it, using your intuition to feel if it feels right and saying yes to these opportunities. You might not know anything about them, but if it feels right, you'll learn. You'll yeah. find and like the drive to do it. Amazing. So, I yeah, love that. Moved into weddings as part of my event offering and it's just been so beautiful. Yeah, completely. It really, the brand of Carmela Reddings, it really suits what you're already doing, yeah. you know, creating events in the Shoreditch area, in the city area, you know, that it's perfect. It's absolutely, it's absolutely perfect. perfect. So, I love it. I love it. So exciting for when we're all opened up again and you will be able to actually get out there and do it all. Exactly. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, it lines really well. So we're just, yeah, just ready to, yeah, say yes to yeah, more opportunity and growing and meeting other people and, yeah, seeing love, seeing relationships and, yeah, real love blossom and be able to celebrate that. So it's really healing for me as well. Yeah, it is, isn't it? When you get involved in these things, it really feels very healing. Mm. What would you say with, with creating the events and what would you say is the biggest challenge that you had, like getting to that point? Or were there no challenges? Did you just love every second of it? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I loved it, but the challenge, like, thank God that I did so much work on myself. As I mentioned earlier, I've got that entrepreneurial kind of spirit, but the money mindset wasn't there. So yeah. charging people, my work and things like that, that has been an ongoing um, process, an ongoing process. And I'm still learning now. But with the event side, especially like a paid for event, having that mindset to, to kind of let go. So with events, most people tend to buy last minute. So that's really when you've got to hold, yeah, like hold that intention, hold, yeah, just hold, being like faithful really, being faith that it's gonna, it's yeah, gonna surrender to the success, surrender to the possibility of the success and just let it flow. Yeah. And that can be so, so tough. I remember when I first started having sleepless nights, like no one's gonna turn up, no one's gonna buy any tickets. It's really hard and it and it, it does get easier, but you still have those those thoughts, don't you? So I've done yeah. I've done what, 10, 11 events now, and it's it's the same thing. You get yeah, you really do feel it. So doing that work on yourself is super, super important. Um, yeah. yeah, doing that work, just trusting in your abilities, trusting in, yeah, I'm going to go a bit woo-woo. I know, yeah, you are all woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. right yeah, trusting in the universe has your back. Yeah. Things always work out. Yeah. They'll always work out in trusting the lesson as well. And I even went and done, I do like angel card reading. Oh, I love that, yeah. Yeah, so that really helped. When I'm going through anything in life and I can't feel my emotions, like my mind's whirling, I'll get my cards out and I'll be like, how many people are gonna turn up? When are they gonna buy? Yeah, like that sort of thing. And it really helps because at the end of the day, it's, it's you, it's your interpretation of the situation, but in a more tangible kind of, yeah tangible thing yeah how good yeah i love that i think we have to use all of the resources available to us to make ourselves stronger to keep going to push ourselves forward because it's so easy to get demotivated or like you were saying you know the story of the job that you were at where you know the the bosses all of the bosses were treating the staff so badly 
that has a long-term mental effect on people and it can really destroy your self-confidence and and destroy your your identity and and really take away from who you are and the experiences I've had in in jobs that have gone sour I actually worked I actually worked with um a photographic agency with a famous Australian (laughs) who scream at everybody too and call them like horrendous names and it was like I ended up walking out of there and going I'm not putting up with this anymore like you I just couldn't stand live working in an office where people were screaming and shouting it was mm-hmm. it just gets your 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 kind of your 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 blood kind of like oh it frightens you doesn't it but then the recovery after that it takes a while doesn't it to get over these terrible experiences and um, and I think it's so sad that there's just like there's, there's no one we can go to and say, hey, these people are behaving like this. They're treating everyone like this. There's no way of actually, yeah. of actually doing anything about it. Like they just get away with it. But you go and then the next people come and they get treated exactly the same. Yeah. And there's, there's no re, re um, what's it called? There's no I can't even think of the word now. There's no. um there's no comeback for them, you know, yeah. the, way they, the way that they're acting and behaving. And that's such a sad thing. It's such a sad thing. Um, what do you think was the thing that contributed most to your transformation and being able to kind of get through those difficult times? Definitely, as I said, the self-development. I started that in 2016. I Because I really wanted something more for myself. I mean, as I said, I was in this job for three years. I, it was okay. Um, but it, I, I just wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. So I set the intention in 2016 to find my purpose and my passion. And I found some training and I'm still with them now. And it really helped to look at like my limiting beliefs, like what yeah. I, like my stories that I told myself. I was such um, a perfectionist. I was. And that really hindered me in my, as a graphic designer because like I spent, I would spend hours doing my work because I wanted it to be perfect. When it should be a five-minute job, I was spending five hours. Yeah, and I really had to unpack that, and I think it definitely did hinder my graphic design um, uh, career because I was such a perfectionist. But I really learned how to, um, yeah, as I said, unpack that and find out where that where that comes from. And it's mm-hmm. perfectionism and it's a way of protecting yourself, protecting your heart, isn't it? And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I now help people to unpack that as well, because once you do, you can really flourish and move forward with things. So being a perfectionist, um, um, perfectionist, I've got this, what I see every day, uh, better an oops than a what if. And that really that. helps me to push my work out. Um, so really understanding who I was as a person, um, looking at like, um, personality profiles as well I love doing that with with myself self-actualization that's one of my top values really understanding me how I work and how I can flourish really yeah um, help, so yeah really help with all the different situations understanding like um if someone was horrible to me it's not about me it's about them yeah completely so, yeah, for instance I had a really controlling manager in one of the jobs and it's kind of a pattern actually, which I've worked out. I had a really controlling manager, and she worked. Um, she yeah, she worked. What's the word? I should know the word now. Um, she didn't work in the office. She worked. Um, 
Yeah, that's, that's really, everyone's working remotely. Yeah, but the words jumped out of my brain for some reason. Yeah, so she worked remotely. So she was very um, picky in everything what I did, like from moving a letter, like three centimeters to the right, like really, really, really anal. And it really used to upset me because as a graphic designer, you want to be creative. You want to be creatively free and be able to like just create from your mind. But she would be so controlling. But once I did the self-development, I understood actually she she's feels controlled. She's yeah. um, putting that on me. So it goes back to her, like her childhood maybe, maybe her parents were very controlled and that's how she knows to be. She just wants to feel controlled. So that's why she's so horrible to me or whatever. What yeah. um, I unpacked that and actually packed it and I started to get empathy for her actually. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's trying. Yeah, treating her with love, and she actually felt that love as well. And then she started treating me with more respect, and and we actually had a really good working relationship after I I, I did the work. So I would definitely say self development, understanding your who you are, and will enable you to understand how other people work as well. Yeah, yeah, that really did help. It really helps, doesn't it? I have actually allocated Mondays as my self-development day now, so I don't really officially work on that day. I might respond to an email if I feel like it, but it's officially my hours are Tuesday to Friday, you know? So so if a client expects me to be there on a Monday, I'm not because it's my self-development day. It's the day that I'm learning, I'm growing, and I'm improving myself so that I can serve them better, you know? Yeah, that is really lovely. I love that. Yeah, it's good. So some people call it goddess days. I kind of like that. Yeah. I call it my goddess day. I call it my SD day, my self-development day. It's quite a masculine masculine interpretation for it. But I think I should start calling it my goddess day. But it's, it's it's really powerful. And actually, I hadn't been kind of embracing it or enjoying it much the last four weeks because every Monday I'm releasing my course. So I'm still working, releasing my course on a Monday. Um... And I'm last minute Lucy. <laughs> so I'm like writing it on a Sunday, releasing it on a Monday. That's how I as well. Yeah, but I mean, I must admit, it's been really useful doing it like that because I was I was redoing a course that I'd already done last year, but actually I wanted to redesign it and, and relaunch it so it's more specific to the people. So if there's something that they need, it goes in, you know, so it's been really tailor made for them, which is really great. But then this Monday just gone, it was like my free week because I have a week in between. I do eight weeks, but then um, nine weeks with a one week break kind of thing. So it's eight weeks of of learning. Um, And this week I was like Monday, I was like, whoa, I can just go and do what I want. And it was so nice. I felt so free, you know, because the weekend I committed to being with my partner and doing what he wants and then the weekdays I'm committed to my businesses the two of them and doing what my clients want mm. and then the Monday's like Lucy day you know just to so go nice. that's so nice yeah, yeah. and it, it just reminds me of why I another reason why I wanted to be self um self-employed because I can choose yeah you can choose your hours and yeah. I was really into like I still am really into self-development and I really wanted a routine where I could do like, my yoga and things like that and I yeah completely forgot about it you just sometimes you just get so in your business that you forget about everything else so yeah. this, that Monday sounds delicious 
yeah it's a really good thing i need to start talking about it more without a doubt it's just like and it's enabled me to not only do like a really really amazing self-development course over the last six months that has changed my life quite literally with natasha bray the ultimate up level academy but also i'm i'm training to be a hypnotherapist now i've already done my hypnosis certification i'm doing hypnotherapist i'm also getting my life coaching certification and my inner child coaching certification so yeah, it's like it's actually hard for me to find the time to do it all. But on a Monday, you know, it's it's I I end up doing stuff on other days of the week as well, which is great. But um, but it's enabled me to do that. It's enabled me to say it's okay to do this too, because there's this guilt that you need to be working all the time. But actually, working all the time isn't necessarily going to bring the money into your bank account. Yeah. You know, Self development is really what can get you there and and bring you Definitely. there. You know. Yeah it's what can really get you to the next level and to really up level your businesses and push them beyond what they were capable of before. So yeah, it's so good. I love the empowerment work that you're doing, Tisha. It's amazing. And I love your sentimentality behind it as well. It's, it's very similar to, you know, where I'm going with the whole spirituality and being connected to self and looking for your, your life's purpose. Um, and I love the fact that you're doing that and, and the, you're doing I need to come to the next one yes yeah I did say to everyone I'm going to do a massive party um after COVID so I do need to actually start planning things I suppose um (laughs) just so amazing um yeah just so amazing it's lovely to be in a room of like-minded people and be um yeah just be like some of them we hold each other well we'd well, well, we cuddle, of course, like after, like different, there's different workshops. Um, so, like for instance, we had like a womb healing workshop, which is lovely. We had a strutting workshop as well. So where we, yeah, we put our, um, I don't do that, I have different people come in, but you put your heels on and dance to sexy music. That's really oh, cool. wow. Yeah, we've had ones about money mindset, um, self-love. Um, vision boarding, like there's so many different workshops across like three rooms. I think the last yeah. one, three rooms happening happening at the same time. Um, it's just incredible. I, I do miss it. I really do miss it. So I do. I really want to come to the next one. I really do. Mm. So if people want to follow that movement that you've created, mm. get, get involved in it. You're on. You're on Instagram. You're. Yeah. On, you do have a page on Facebook as well, don't you? But most yeah. of it. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, to be honest, it's since um, like COVID, um, I, as I said, I did a couple of events, online events, one about relationships, which was really popular in lockdown, another one about health and wellness. Um, but I, I mean, I went really well, but I do really miss the live interaction. So yeah. it's been a bit quiet on the Instagram because I have been concentrating on my other um three businesses yeah <laughs> so um I yeah we'll start some more stuff about that and yeah I think I need to start planning a yeah, new one for and in the next event yeah what's your Instagram handle oh it's she created her life yeah she created her life I love that I really love that name it's really nice really really nice it's got such a good feel and I've got if you want to email me it's hello at she created her life and if you want to get involved yeah please do let me know so last yeah the last time we was running them we were looking at doing some events in Peterborough um Birmingham and Reading I think it was oh, so that's exciting yeah, looking for brand ambassadors. Do you want to do your own event? Um, so yeah, I think it's time. It's time to start. Yeah, think start moving. 
Yeah, without a doubt, that would be so amazing. I think there's nothing more empowering than getting women together in a room to actually do these things. And I love the sound of, you know, that the womb healing and the strutting, the strutting. Enjoy the strutting one, although my so so fun. Not sure the balls of my feet can take it anymore. I'm wearing trainers as we speak. But my my shoe, my footwear for the last twelve months has been trainers or slippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to get those heels out again. But I do do events for men as well, and they're called We Created Our Lives. So I've had oh, like three cool. events of those where it's a joint thing. So yeah, they've been super powerful as well. So yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to um, leave the men out, but I do. I suppose my audience tends to be women, but yeah, events for both men and women, and it's just so powerful actually seeing. I've had um, testimonies saying that they've never talked about their emotions like this, or they've never thought about their oh, yeah. uh, an issue that we uh, we discuss. So we, I think, the last mental one was all about self love. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's really important to yeah to get to do this event again, definitely. Yeah, and I love it that it's empowering for both men and women because I feel mm. like the men get left out a little bit in this yeah. whole game. Yeah, they do a little bit, don't they? But um, yeah. it's just really hard, like, um, advertising to men, actually, because, like, yeah, they don't really... Well, I'm probably stereotyping here, but um, they wouldn't, wouldn't normally see an event and say, yeah, I'm going to this, we're talking about self-love. So it's quite hard to... Yeah, it's quite hard to connect with them. But um, I will look at maybe working with, um, a, uh, yeah, a male to help with the language and yeah start building yeah building together really but we do yeah. need a platform to speak and share and um, hold the space for each other don't we so Definitely. I think men in a way have a bigger challenge of kind of getting through with these things because it's less talked about it's less it's less acceptable because you have to be vulnerable and being vulnerable as a man often isn't seen as acceptable behavior you know although men are human beings and they need to be vulnerable they need to feel their emotions but society doesn't allow them to you know it's yeah. crazy yeah that's so true yeah we do need to do that yeah so what about you are you going to be holding events soon well who knows who knows <laughs> I just don't know. We in Spain here, we're really behind with the vaccines. Um, right. Even my my dad, who's 69, and Jesus's mum is 70, haven't had vaccinations yet. So you can imagine how we feel out here. We feel like we just can't really, we feel like we can't really see the end of it at the moment. And we don't know when, when things are going to be happening again. But yeah, I mean, in terms of our weddings this year, we've still got six left the others have moved to next year um, in terms of events in terms of power, empowering women yeah I'd love to do like a a retreat style event here in Spain mm. but for, you know international to like yeah. share the love of Spain a little bit I we actually were talking about it even at the start of lockdown last year me and my my friend Paula who's a videographer filmmaker here in Spain <laughs> And talking about how it would be like, you know, like you say, like different workshops going on across the day, but it would be very, you know, very spiritual, um, but lots of kind of connecting with self and self-love and all of those kind of things. So it could work out, actually. It could work out that you could come and do one of your events here in Spain. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Yes, I'm definitely looking at um, international uh, retreats and things like that. I yeah. did a few places last year, actually, 
last year, no, the year before that, actually, gosh, yeah, looking for a retreat space. So, yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to talk, definitely. Definitely. Lovely, lovely. lovely. My dream would be to do something in Asia. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I love Asia so yeah. much. It's well, like... Oh, yeah, this is the thing. So that's your dream. So, like, the empowerment side. So I help people to create the steps to do it and to really visualise it and... Yeah. About and we use law of attraction as well. Because oh, wow. amazing. Love it, you bring all of that to you, don't you? You bring the people to you. So, yeah. Yeah. so yes, you're doing that. You're doing that retreat. I hope so. One of my funny things I've been doing recently, and I've been talking about this quite a lot on this interview series, is I've been doing past life regression with right. myself. And I I've regressed to, I think, five lives. And uh, one of them was in India and one of them was actually in Laos. Um, so, yeah, really strangely in Asia. And I've actually always wanted to go to India, but never gone because I have like stomach issues and I worry about the food, which is ridiculous. But anyway, but I've actually been to Laos twice <laughs> to Luang Prabang, where in my in my past life, I was a monk of all things. Wow. <laughs> this real connection with Asia that I've had since I was very young and I just I just love it I just dream of it being there all the time you know so yeah amazing oh you're breaking up a little bit oh got you back okay oh I don't know what's happening I can hear you fine though can you hear me yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry, oh, there was a little bit of interference. We just lost you visually. Okay. But, um, yeah, I've done a bit of life um, past life regression myself. But, um, yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Absolutely fascinating. But it yours is. sounds incredible. You've done gone back to five different lives. Yeah, I've done it kind of three times in the last couple of weeks to go back mm -hmm. to, like, the past lives to see if there's a correlation between what I'm doing now in my life to what I'm yeah. doing in my past lives. And there is. So in one of the lives, I was a doctor. So I was healing people, but very strangely, I was helping them with, um, I was a, a, a stomach doctor and I suffer from a chronic stomach illness. Oh, so yeah. strange. But yeah, I was a doctor and um, yeah, I was a, a monk helping and, and helping the, the young, like guiding the young monks. Um, and in another one, I was like a, a woman healer who lives in the woods. Love <laughs> no maybe not a witch but you know definitely like a medicine type woman but living in Romania which was a big surprise oh. to me I've never been and I was like Romania that's really weird where's this coming up from it was it was really surprising you know so it's incredible yeah. but um yeah the lives are all over the world not just in you know not just in the UK and, I love uh, that so much. Yeah. What about you? What came up for you when you did yours? Well, so I've done like um, family, um, what's it, family ones. Oh, like ancestral, ancestral healing. Yes, that's it. Ancestral yeah. healing. Yes, I've done really those. Good. Those are really interesting. And then I've done, yeah, I did one um, life and I was in, yeah, I was in Jamaica. Uh, well, Caribbean, I would say. And I was a young little boy. Oh, and, wow. Some trauma, yeah. yeah, just looking at some trauma there, like, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, yeah, it was really, I can't, well, I can't remember the details. Some tra I think I was doing some tra like trauma releasing, so yeah. it happened to my mum, and um, she'd gone to the hospital to have a baby, and I was staying with my nan, 
and like I didn't understand why and things like that. And yeah, it was some healing around my yeah around my parents. Yeah. So, yeah um, and someone carried that out for me, so they walked me through. But it's so powerful. I love stuff like this. I know it's mad. It's I love it. one of the things that I realised. This is so crazy that I was poor in like two or three of my past lives, like chronically poor. So the first one I went back to, I was like in the medieval streets begging. And then um, as an as a monk, of course, I was poor as well, because it's it's not about money or wealth being yeah. a monk. You're rich. You're rich with the fulfillment that you have in life. Yeah. And and then I was I was poor as the kind of medicine woman that lived in the woods as well. But then I had lives where I also was wealthy. Mm. And it made me realize that my my money mindset wound that is why it's so deep with me because it actually the fear of not having money and the fear of that like the vulnerability that that makes me feel like you know I'll be living on the streets I'll have to beg like all of these things there's relevant it's from my past life so understanding that is really good I actually haven't done the healing one yet I'm kind of getting to the point where I've got to do the healing one but I just hadn't had time because I've been doing hypnotherapy for other people in the last week and having some excellent excellent experiences as well but this life regression and then taking them to future life so I take them to this life regression to kind of find any like experiences that they can heal from and then take them to future life to give them positive resources to move forward like positive feelings and resources and it's been been amazing it's been amazing yeah I love this is part of like I've got a fauna what I developed last year actually like um like design life working in names like life design formula and it talks yeah. about the, the holistic power principles there's so many different things you can use to heal yourself to grow to learn and it's yeah. just about, um yeah just learning about them experiencing them there's so many and like with the workshops that i do i introduce different healing modalities to people what are what's stuck and unfulfilled and it's just amazing to think like they did if they yeah a lot of people don't know all these things exist so what kind of catalyst to help like merge the two together that you there's so much out there there is and actually so many different things are right for different people as well because not everything is right for everyone like the past life and and the regression you know it's not right for everybody but maybe they prefer they maybe prefer nlp or cbt or, or something else and that's the brilliant thing that there's so much available these days for people and what covid has allowed us all to do is pause and pause and listen and listening to our inner self to really know what we need and to start moving forward to find our life purpose I think it's becoming like like what do you want to be in life I want to find my life purpose you know it's becoming so important I even hear men talking about it now as well which I didn't see that before but it's really come around now in this last year without a doubt that's good because I haven't really like looked into any um because I did struggle to find people what wanted to change because like you asked them the question like what do you really like or what do you really want people wouldn't know yeah so I found it really hard to find my idol clients and speak to them in a way that they understood so I'm really yeah I'm I'm happy to hear people are asking those questions and maybe looking for help to um yeah to create a a life that they love so that's really positive positive it is I mean I think people some people feel like they perhaps have been living their lives for other people um they feel that their life 
they're you know that they um that they don't really understand what their life is about like they're confused about their existence you know mm -hmm. um and i think other people you know just feel that they were living life by what society told them they needed to do and yeah. that's the interesting thing now it's about coming through the other side and really allowing yourselves to start living life for you and living from the heart and living from the soul you know like that soul's purpose finding yeah. your soul's purpose yeah. really because at the end of the day it's your soul's purpose is even really stronger than your life purpose because your soul's purpose lives beyond this life. Nice, it, yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. in every life. So my soul purpose, soul's purpose, which was coming up, was that I want to help people. I want to help. You know, I want to help them have a better life. And and whatever form that's taken over the history of my life so far, it's it. You know, it's always been to help. And and that's. I suppose everyone has that they have that one thing that they feel that their 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 role is you know and then how you articulate that and how you bring it to life is your own personal interpretation and what gives you your unique ability to be able to shine above the rest you know mm -hmm. I love that yeah that's definitely very, very similar in that I really want to help people or empower people to create a life that they really love so what whatever that looks like so to help yeah, because I really believe we're not born to work nine to five for the, like yeah. sixty-five, yeah. and then and then die. I, I can't believe that is not so dramatic, but it's true. <laughs> uh, but, but even in jobs that you're not fulfilled in, like people can get really ill. Imagine if I stayed in that three months job for thirty years, no, I disease turns into disease so yeah and you can get ill and then you're just a number really in like a, in the, in those kind of corporate environments it's it it's, it's really it's terrible and I just want to help people to understand you don't need to it doesn't have to be like that you have a purpose something that you're so good at that people will pay you for but you've yeah. just got to, you've got to create it you've got to love it and put it out there and that's where the visibility side comes in because i do about empowerment and visibility coaching so it's yeah. about being seen getting yeah getting uh, seen heard and paid so um once you've got yeah once you've found that and you feel you've built yourself up you love yourself and you know what you're good at getting out there and sharing that with the world so yeah, I really, I really do believe That's that. Amazing. I love what you do. It's brilliant. It's been so nice to talk to you again. Um, Thank you. My kind of, my, I haven't asked you all the questions. You know, I haven't. <laughs> right. <laughs> just been chatting, yeah. Um, how, how are you living your, your life and business with heart and soul? So really enjoying what I'm, I'm doing and um, getting clear on what I love and what I'm good at and, and, waking up every day and just being thankful and grateful for my business my family my friends and understanding that yeah the universe has my back i mean i'm not in the most hide paid job i've ever been but i'm fulfilled and i'm i'm enjoying life and i really think that's yeah. what it's about and i'm loving to, being around people supporting people and um yeah i think i'm loving life yeah doing a great job I can see it already if I felt a bit silly asking the question because I can see so much of like how you're already doing it but I like to kind of ask you yeah, anyway so well my lovely thank you so much for joining us today so um for those of you watching on replay hashtag replay and if you want to share this video with friends and family please do you can share it from my personal page Lucy Bennett or my 
um, business page. I am Lucy Bennett. And you can find Tisha. Tisha, where can they find you? So facility coach, where can they find you? So I am on Facebook under Tisha and Tisha Braid. And then you can find me in the visibility switch. I've got a Facebook um, group there and also in on Instagram, yeah, under Tisha Braid. And she created her life as well. Um, yeah, you can find me. I look forward everywhere. to everywhere. We can find you everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. visibility is yeah. the key, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you so much to Tisha Brade for joining us on the Empowered Women Rise podcast. We'll be back again next week, so do join us. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family and people that you think might love it. Pop us a review, let us know what you think. And if you've got a story to tell, then you can contact me at lucybennettcoaching at gmail.com.